This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, as talking some Nebraska basketball as uh, things continue to stay in the news. Last week we talked about the new schedule um, being finalized as far as the non-conference. Well, um, players have started to make their way to Lincoln, and there was one notable one that um, had not gotten here and, and started doing the voluntary workouts, and that was Kobe King. Um, and then it was reported and confirmed this week by Robin Washett and others that uh, King has decided to leave the, uh, the, the program, Robin. And uh, first of all, your reaction on this, it sounds like with those kind of close to the situation, it was trending this way for a while, but still a, a very big blow uh, when you lose a guy that like Kobe King and what he was going to bring to the table. Yeah, no question about that. And, you know, to your point about this kind of being in the works for a while, I think when June 6th hit, uh, you know, that was the kind of, un- or I guess, official start date for trying to get guys on campus uh, to kind of get just off-season workouts going, uh, and, you know, just get the ball rolling on that. Uh, well, Kobe King was supposed to be here, and he never made it. Um, the, you know, it's funny. All of his stuff was here. You know, he, he had his apartment all set up. And it was all you know, delivered and ready to, for him to go. He just wasn't here. And so you know, part of that had to do with, um, you know, academic issues, you know, nothing on his part, but more so with the University of Wisconsin, uh, just their uh, kind of delay in completing his transcripts, getting them submitted to the NCAA uh, to where they can officially stamp that transfer. Uh, and, you know, that was part of the deal. But really, uh, as the release that Fred Hoiberg, the little one, one or two sentence paragraph he uh, sent out, uh, was basically this had more to do with personal stuff going on with Kobe. Uh, you know, they didn't say what, but uh, clearly he was having some stuff that he needed to deal with that went beyond basketball. And that was a big reason why he never even made it to campus. You know, he could have been in Lincoln, uh, you know, still waiting for those transcripts to, to get cleared. But, you know, the fact that he never made it, you know, that's a pretty good indicator that there's a lot more to this story than just, you know, not getting transcripts completed. So he, uh, you know, right now he's back uh, at home in Wisconsin uh, with his family, uh, hopefully kind of figuring out the things he needs to figure out. And really, you know, everybody's asking where he's going to go next. I think the question is, you know, does he still want to keep playing basketball? Uh, I think there's a real question there uh, about, you know, his, his basketball future and how much he really still loves the game in comparison to other things going on in his life. So uh, definitely a bad break for Nebraska. I mean, this is a guy that I projected to be in my preseason starting lineup. 10, Uh, 12 points a game. Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, one of the leading scorers on Wisconsin, uh, you know, averaging double figures a game. Uh, And so that was a guy that has had as much Big Ten experience as anybody on the roster, not named Thor, Thor Bjornarsson. So, uh, I mean, that in itself kind of says that this is a massive hit. And luckily, Nebraska was able to get a pretty good plan B, but uh, that's a blow to this uh, coming season's roster, no matter how you spin it. So, would you be surprised if this is it for King, that he may not even play college basketball anywhere um, and join a program for the 2020 21 season? It would not surprise me. Um, just kind of given, you know, what's kind of the, the rumblings going on just about why he never made it to Lincoln. You know, again, I think that he's just got some stuff that um, are bigger priorities to him personally than playing basketball. And I, I got to wonder if he's kind of maybe 
questioning if he still has you know, maybe even the love of the game or drive to do all the things necessary to be successful at the Big Ten level. Um, you know, obviously that is a major commitment, and if you don't go in 100%, it's kind of just a waste of your time. So I think that's kind of where he is right now. Now, maybe things settle down, um, you know, just in, in the state of the world, and uh, in, in a month or two he's decided that he wants to get back into it, and he's going to have plenty of options. He's, he's a good enough player that he will have no shortage of potential schools that would gladly take him if he wants. But where things stand with him right now, I think he's a ways away from being anywhere near that point. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show as we talk Nebraska basketball. And, Robin, you mentioned an addition uh, for the Huskers, and he will be arriving into town this week. Tell us more about how they quickly reacted to replace Kobe King. Well, uh, so Kobe King's the, the statement was released at 11 a.m., on Friday, and at 4 p.m., uh, I had published on a recruit or a commit update uh, on Elijah Wood, a guard, 6'6 guard from, um, I guess I currently enrolled at Hargrave Military Academy out in Virginia. Uh, this is a kid that was formerly a four-star Rivals 150 player uh, going into the summer of 2019, I believe. But then he decided not to play AAU ball, and because of the just lack of uh, chances to evaluate him he eventually dropped out of the rankings and got passed up by other guys that you know our our services could could see and so uh i don't, I don't think he got worse as a player uh, i think he just didn't get the exposure necessary to remain in the rankings and so you know here you are in the middle of june you just lost a guy that uh, you know myself and many others projected as a potential starter next season and you're able to turn around that quickly and get this type of addition that is about as good of a a plan b if you want to call it that as you could potentially ask for so uh you know elijah's a guy that can play the one or the two you know i think primarily he's going to be a point guard uh he's a six six guy like i said who's long a good defender uh and you know he's i think the upside is really high there and the the questions though why was he still available well he was originally a 2020 recruit then he decided to take a post-grad year, which is why he ended up at Hargrave Military Academy, uh, and reclassified to 2021. So that put him at three schools in three years. And then he committed initially uh, back in 2018, I believe, to Tulane. And then they had their coaching staff that he committed to got fired, and he decommitted and ended up committing to Rhode Island. And then things kind of just got messy there. I don't think he really uh, meshed well as he thought he would with the coaching staff there decommitted from Rhode Island and then so that was at the end of April and on May 1st Nebraska offered him as a 2021 recruit and he you know was all in on it but then when the Kobe King stuff started to kind of get you know more and more serious Nebraska reached out and said hey would you have any interest in going back to 2020 and he said it took about all five seconds for him to think about that and said yes uh and he committed and now like you said he's on he's in Lincoln right now so uh all things considered, you know, that's pretty good fallback. All right. Well, and finally, Robin, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Take Kobe King out of it. Who is your projected starting five? Well, so much of that has to do or depends on with Trey McGowan's if he gets that waiver. And Nebraska still feels good about his chances. I mean, obviously, he's going to go the COVID-19 route and basically say that he left Pittsburgh, which, you know, was one of the in one of the more – 
highly effective regions in the country, in the northwestern United States or northeastern United States, and move to a much safer place in Lincoln. So that's kind of the basis of their waiver. And with the NCAA, they're going to be have thousands of similar types of waivers on their plate. You got to imagine they're really going to be um, lax on giving those things out, especially compared to previous years. So if he is ruled eligible, he's definitely in the starting lineup. So I got Delano Banton, Trey McGowan's, Teddy Allen, um, Latman for now. And then um, oh, I'm missing somebody right now. I'm blanking. Thor? No, not Thor. So I originally had Kobe King. So. Yeah, so all right, so you maybe put Lat at the four, and then maybe Ivan comes in at the five, and you have a little bit bigger lineup. I think they were going to go guard heavy with Kobe King, but now that he's out of the equation, I think you probably get a little bit more size. So yeah, I'll go Ivan at the five, Lat at the four, Teddy at the so-called three, um, Trey at the two, Delano at the one. And you see a guy like Thor just being a really, yes. really solid bench. He guy. will play a lot. He'll play a lot just because a smart guy. I mean, he's the most experienced guy on the roster, and he fits Fred's. Uh, basketball IQ requirements as well as anybody on that team. Well, lots to follow, and Robin Washett has been on top of it more than anybody. So make sure you follow his work here on HuskerOnline.com. We come back. We're going to be joined by Chad Simmons, uh, who broke the news on Gabe Urban's commit. Uh, Chad joined me on the show here as he gave some insight on NU's latest running back commit and as well as the impact the Huskers have made in the state of Georgia. That's next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.